This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, podcast now in three, two, one. All right, let's do a podcast and entertain you. What's up? So here's what I was uh, thinking on my way in today, Jerry, as I was driving uh, through uh, on the Garden State Parkway. Mm. I was thinking about, you know, we've had the internet now for, I feel like I got a computer with the internet in 1997. Yeah, it sounds about, I was going to say somewhere in the mid to late 90s, yes. Yeah, so if uh, using that times in 97, 2007, 25 years. It's like 25 years. What do you think still sucks about the internet? Like, what have they still not figured out that you think they should be have figured out by now? Oh, I don't know. That's I could get a, you started with one, and maybe that'll it's help. It's a very good question thing. because, I, to me, information is at your fingertips in literally less than a second. Correct. And if you really think about what the internet was supposed to be, it was information. Right. Um, everything else has been pretty spectacular. I mean... I don't like the way ads are placed, but that's not correct. I don't think that's an internet problem. No, I think, but it is. It's like the that part of the internet experience, the way the ads. It depends what it is like. What I originally was thinking with this was reading articles on the internet oh, still sure. sucks. Yeah, yeah. Like you still have to. But that's not the internet's problem as much as that's the content provider, and those are the newspapers that screwed this up right from the start. By posting, by putting their stuff out there for free, and now they're trying to figure out how to get money because people stopped buying the newspaper when you put your newspaper out for free. But I also can't imagine like how a place makes money with those with those pop up ads. Me neither. I don't understand how. I don't either. Like you, like it's, for the amount of money that you're probably getting for it, you're really annoying your yeah. audience. Oh, that's that's for sure. That's why it should have been, right from the start, subscription-based, the way a newspaper was subscription-based. If they would have just moved it over to an online edition, maybe discounted because you didn't have the physical paper to print, but you still had to pay your writers to write the articles and to cover the teams and the events, perhaps if the Daily News, and I don't remember what the prices were, but let's say the Daily News used to be 50 cents a day and a dollar on Sunday. Well, I don't know why you wouldn't have charged twenty five cents during the week and fifty or sixty cents on Sunday. Doesn't it doesn't make sense at all? And they screwed it up. And then all of a sudden, as the internet became bigger and bigger, and people stopped buying papers more and more, it was like, uh oh, now what do we do? Because the revenue is disappearing. 
Yeah, everything was like that in the beginning of the internet. Everything was free. Sure. And then because of that, no one wants to pay for anything. It's even like the thing that Boomer and Gio were talking about at the end of the show today about Twitter. You know, are you going to pay $8? Right. And like for me, I'll I'll try it to see if it makes the experience better. Right. You know, if it makes no difference, then no. But if mm. it makes the experience better, then sure. But people are not, they don't want to pay for things online, the same way we want to pay for, uh, you know, everyone always uses the example of coffee. Like, sure. oh, you'll go get your coffee, but you won't pay $8 a month for Twitter, but you'll pay $8 for a Starbucks Easy. latte. Some, and sometimes people do it twice a day. Yeah. yeah. Remember, the, remember that book that came out about uh, becoming a co- – what was it, a latte million? I forget what the name of the book was. But it was, a ba- it was basically how you save your money if you stop – buying yeah. your coffee and your lattes at Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, the author showed you what the return would be if you just put that money into, and again, this is all pie in the sky, into an investment that makes 10% back. Well, first of all, you got to find that investment that's giving you right. 10% back. Uh, I love when the financial guys assume that. Of course. Well, you learned uh, 10 to 12% where? Right. And then they'll tell you, well, you know, it's based on the history of the stock market. And then there's always the little thing, you know, past results don't guarantee future yeah. earnings. So it's all a bunch of crap. But I forget the name of that book. I read it and it was, it was interesting. You know, if you just sock your money away and start making your coffee at home for 20 cents as opposed to $4, sometimes $8 a day. Yeah, it adds up. Yes. The other thing I thought, like, I think YouTube, when you go to watch something on YouTube, an ad pops up. Yeah. But. To me, that's different than like what happens when you go to read an article. When you go to read an article, like when I go to read, you're stuff, concentrating on reading the article. But they even like it. It when when an ad pops up, or even or it starts to populate the screen, it jerks the article up, yes. and then you scroll back to yeah. it. it jer- that process sucks. My TD Bank account online does that, and it drives me oh my bonkers. So I'll go in every two weeks. I make sure all the debits are proper. And so you, you go into the account and after like five minutes, even though you're scrolling and moving, it'll come up. Are you still there? And you click yes. And it automatically takes you all the way to the bottom. And now I got to go find the day that I was on. Right. And it's frustrating as hell. Different, yeah. but similar. Yeah. That's the part of the user experience. The other thing, these places, I think what happens is the, the people that run the websites and things, it's like never a fresh perspective on it, right? So everyone does the same thing that it's always been done. So, and this happens on our on our websites here at Odyssey as well. But it happens everywhere. You go to a website. Let's say I want to go to Ten Ten Wins and read some. Yeah, pops up. Can we have your email? No. Who's still giving out their email? Right. Is that, do you want to unlock ten percent? And it, uh, no. And I was like, and then you get oh. Sorry, guess you don't like saving money. Yeah. Nope. No, I don't. No, right. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I like saving money. I don't like right. now getting 100 emails from you Yep. for signing up. Yep. And I'll tell you this. If you go into those sites and you try and get yourself off the list, you got to do it a few times because I've done it. They don't automatically take you no, off the list. No, they don't. It's frustrating. Yeah, very frustrating. We even have a thing like uh, I get a lot of spam mail on my um Odyssey email. Yeah. Not spam like it's uh, buy these fake drugs. It's spam like publishers and things yeah. that have books to 
that they want to promote. Like but, PR people. But they have nothing to do with sports because mm-hmm. you're on a media list. I'm on a media list, yeah. right? So it's like, did you want to did you want to talk to someone uh, for Mother's Day on which flowers mothers love the best? No, I don't. <laughs> So I mark it as spam, right? And then I even block the sender. Oh, okay. And it'll still send me emails and say, "You have the sender blocked. You still want to have them blocked?" Yes. That's why we blocked. That's them, why I, I blocked them. <laughs> Stop sending me their stuff. Still That's telling funny. me they're blocked. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But what has gotten better, Jerry, about the internet? Video. Oh my gosh, you're so Video right. Video has gotten so good on the online. Yeah. So. I went back and looked at some of the videos, some of the initial videos I put on my Google Photos back in 2012. Yeah. They're off the phone. So this is an internet phone thing, too. Mm-hmm. And I transfer them to Google Photos, and they're, they're terrible. And now you look at the videos I put up, like from Saturday, Joseph played in the championship game that they won, and I took some videos. It There's no difference to me, that video, than what you see on TV. Yes. And it's tremendous. And then you post it, you put it on Roku, you go to your Google Photos, it's like, God damn, this looks good. It's Crystal really amazing. Clear. Yeah. Right. The and it's not even a, stopped. It's the buffering stopped, right? For the most part. Yep. Yeah, they really did. They they upgraded the video yes. quickly. They figured the that out. They figured that out quickly. There's no question. That the fact that you mentioned before, you could type in the weirdest question. Mm-hmm. It's got an answer for you in and it'll tell you in like, you know, <laughs> two, three, one thousandth of a second. Here are 9,000 results. Like, what? Joe Rogan always mentions how he finds it amazing that you could ask your Alexa or Google or Siri how old a random person is. It <laughs> tells you to say. got it. <laughs> I know. How old's Ozzy Osbourne? Boom. It's right there. Ozzy Osbourne was born on April 3rd, yeah. 1961. He is 70 years old. Was this helpful? Yes, it was. Very helpful. Yes. Uh, online shopping, they've they've nailed that too. I yeah. think that's like so. Oh, for sure. I still have friends and family, younger than me, that won't do online banking or order online. Kim was online. like that for a long time. So Kim, until probably three, four years ago, my wife, she would not. She hated the idea of paying bills online because she was worried about people hacking yeah. into the accounts. And I get it. Like I understand, and it might happen. I mean, but it happens to a lot of people. Um, the problem, and she finally relented because these places stopped sending you bills. Yeah. And you had to go online to pay the bills. So she's now all in on it. But she was, I felt like she was like one of the last ones too that just didn't want to do everything online. And I don't, like, I get that. You know, I'm not that way. I'm, hey, the new technology, let's try it. What the hell? Like, I got Venmo. She doesn't. I do PayPal. She doesn't. You know, she's like, I got my debit card. What yeah. else do I need? Like, good, good for you. Smart. I always think like Gina's always finding, trying to find time, struggling to find time to run to the bank when the bank is open to, to, sure. to deposit checks. I'm just like, do it on your phone. She will not do it. I do it all the time. I phone. love it. It's so simple. The mobile check deposit yeah. is so great. Yes. Anything that involves dumb errands you used to have to that saves time leave now. your house. Have you it's ever so tried to deposit a, a check twice by mistake? No. Yeah, I did that once. Did they and think then, you were? No, it's not bad. I just got an error message that, you know, I think you made a mistake. This was already deposited, you know, whatever, three days ago or something. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I've never had any issue. I'm shocked, like, even, like, handwritten checks that they get scanned right Yes, in. all the time. No handwritten. problem. Yes. No problem. It's, uh, it's 
quite the technology. Yeah. It really is cool. I, I do agree with you. Also, it's always great. Like when they, remember they uh, they used to show you the ad from Radio Shack in like the nineteen eighties. Yeah, there was this one ad for Radio Shack. I don't know if it was a fake ad or a real ad, but every single thing in the ad was on your phone. Now they were showing like they were selling a computer. Right, they were selling a still camera, a video camera, a telephone for your house, like. Mm-hmm. Everything now you have in your pocket, all of it is in your pocket. Yeah, and the fact that that even though the phones are like nine hundred dollars now, still, it, it, you can take that anywhere you want. It's got ten eighty p video, HD video, yeah. HD video camera. Mm-hmm. We are living in a tremendous yes we time are. yes for technology, which is why we sit there and say people thought that back in the nineteen hundreds when all of a sudden. Holy crap, we can put a real light in our house? Like we don't need a fire? Yeah. Or then when they realize, how about air conditioning? Oh my gosh, that had to be a tremendous. Think about it. Or I don't know. How about the automobile? What, we don't need horses anymore? So, like, every age has their advances. The question I would ask you, and I have in the past, like, what's next? Well, right. We've, we've, how much better can it get? Right. We keep, in a short amount of time, have done a lot doubling what was previous. Right. It took a long time to figure out the phone. Right. And then we had the phone as it was for decades. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the cell phone blew it away. And the cell phone within a couple of years became a smartphone. And the smartphone became a computer. And the smartphone computer became a movie-making device. I know. It's... it's, Yes. It's unbelievable. Replaced the U.S. Postal Service. (laughs) Right. With email. Every... Album and song that you want is in your phone. Everything. I know. I know. That's entertainment-wise, and to keep yourself busy, if you were alone with your phone, you could keep yourself amused. Not the healthiest thing in the world, and your eyes would probably be shot in a while. Yeah. But it's amazing how you could amuse yourself just with your phone. And I'm not talking about pornography, Al. I just Oh, not pornography. So much. You could make your own movie. Yeah. If you could figure out how to do it, it's there for you. That's why I see like when people are are still looking at like video cameras to buy sure. to take on vacation. Like what is better than your phone? Right. So like, I have a GoPro. Yeah. And I do that because I like to clamp it to a fence. Yes, like that's to, different. It's it's not a, just a video camera. Right. It's giving bit... you something different than you can do with your phone. Yes. That having been said, the battery power is not good. The battery sucks on the GoPro. It's like one hour. That's all you get is like one hour of, and not even continuous. You probably get only about 55 minutes of continuous recording. It's like I need two batteries to record a game. Meantime, you know, if I set it and I walk away. Meantime, I could record a whole game on my phone. I pause it in between every pitch. And I could have a, and I, yes, could I do that with the GoPro? Sure. But it's still on and it's still sucking out battery life. You do it on the phone. I'm like, man, this is actually better. But the GoPro is cool. You put it on your hat. Yeah, that's cool. It is neat. But, yeah, and you could take it underwater. There's some cool things about it. And you could still see a real difference when somebody takes a picture with a really nice real camera. Yeah, I don't see that much of a difference. I, I don't. I don't until I see I, – I don't, like, look at my the pictures on my phone and think, well, these, these could get better. Mm-hmm. But when I see, like, a real picture, yeah, it just looks to me – so much more detailed. I guess when it's blown up, it looks more detailed. Well, when it's 
100 percent. I don't know when you start to blow things up and magnify them, that is there's no doubt. But if you're talking about just a regular normal size photo, I don't I really don't see. Yeah, it. I don't. And I've you know, I have a cousin of mine who is into photography and he he tells me the same thing. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, it's oh, a little different, but the picture is the picture to me. I don't know. Yeah, I think like out when you're in natural light outdoors and you have a real camera, I think you get yeah, you might a be much right. better look. There's got to be some value to buying a camera. Right, but but to con- the convenience of the phone makes it right. evens it out. Right, why go spend two grand on a camera if your phone is doing something that's close to it? Not only that, are you going to take that camera everywhere you go where you might want to take anymore. a phone? No. No. I got it in my pocket. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. So I think that may that will still and in fact that seems to be the only thing when these new phones come out it's like but the oh, only upgrade they yeah give you now. there's like oh the cap because right now the the video is at as high as it can yeah. be it shoots in HD if you wanted to right you could do the setting it takes more memory but you could do sure. it sure it's that camera they just keep Improving. bumping up yeah you're right what else can they possibly put on the phone. Because I remember looking at uh, pictures I took with my BlackBerry. Yeah, terrible. Oh, my God. But that's what I'm talking about. I go back to 2012, and the video was, like, slow and grainy, and it's awful. But it was cool at the time, but now you look at it like, oh, Yeah. It's horrible. It's funny. But what is the next thing, Jerry? I don't know. That is the question. I don't know. I did see what I thought was an interesting commercial during the NFL games this weekend. It, it was It was one of those commercials where... They don't even have the real footage yet. They're, it's almost like just a tease. And it was a guy putting on the um, those um, the virtual virtual reality or augmented reality goggles. Yeah. And it had the NFL logo, and it looked like a, an, uh, a Madden-type video game where you're making the motions as the quarterback. Yeah, it was meta. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, I saw it too. But it had the NFL logo. Yeah. And I said, I, was like, Matthew, hmm. I said, you know, you have friends that like doing new things. I'm like, do you have any of your friends that are interested in putting these things on? And he looked at me like I was nuts. That's the one thing. I can't see myself putting those gigantic binoculars on my head. They're too big and heavy. They're huge. Doesn't make sense to me. As cool as it looks, I'm not into it. I just doesn't Well, it was like the uh 3D TV okay. for home. And some of the TVs were being sold, and and they gave you glasses. Like, no, you know, no, I'm putting up and not putting on glasses. I would think that those, whatever they're called, the goggle binocular meta things. Yeah. I would think, and what always leads the way, they go popular with pornography. Right. I would think. To where you can have virtual lovers or women or guys, whatever you so choose. Virtual lovers. Now, would that be considered cheating? If you had a virtual lover. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Um, yeah, that's probably cheating. Really? I think. That's not just fantasy? That's a good question. I'm not sure. It's I could, not real. I, I could argue both ways, I think. I think you can, too. I mean, listen, there are some people that probably would say masturbation's cheating. Right. You know, and then there's others that would say, are you nuts? I mean, so it depends on where you stand. Right. But I think that might be something that becomes very popular. And we I feel like we did a story on this where it was a Vegas hotel. That you could rent them or they would give them to you. And you would get the virtual call girl. 
that sound right? We did do a story on this. Not only did you get the virtual, but they gave you a doll to have sex with. Oh, good Lord. Remember? <laughs> no, I don't remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they give you a real doll. that A that, new that, one, I hope? Or no. one that just went through the washing machine? <laughs> no, they clean them out. <laughs> Ugh. Disgusting. No, come on. <laughs> you can't do that. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Oh. So, made, that is the future. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Yeah. That is the future as well. We'll come in here tomorrow on a Wednesday as we inch closer to NFL week. What is it, week nine or ten? Week ten. Wow, getting into the double digits, Jerry. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All suck. Right, wake up. Here we go. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, the week in the NFL is over 15 NBA games last night. None this evening, and we got the Eddie Scazzeri. Imagine what you could do with all that money you've got with your power people. And across from me, his name is Al Dorian. Dukes, what's up? Thank you, Jerry. I could tell you that uh, for the fraudulent five next segment, there has been a shakeup this There better week. be. There better the, be. The NFL is The birds better be. I actually thought about this driving in. Okay. An Eagle fan cannot root for the Cowboys. A Cowboy fan cannot root for the Eagles. So the shakeup better include the Eagles off the list. That's uh, all I'm going to say. I'm not sure, Jerry. So, I, I haven't taken a look at my list yet. I will tell you, if they're on the list, I am going to start playing over your voice, Evan Roberts singing the uh, Phillies lose, Phillies lose thing. Oh, the, his Eagles. Uh, I cannot take it. Actually, it was a Phillies, the yeah, Phillies. Phillies song. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Yeah, so that's well, we'll just, see. Just beware. I am prepared to mute you. We'll see. That's next segment, at five twenty-five. Now today is election day, Jerry. This is what I'm told. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, so who you, uh, who you voting for president? Uh, you know, I was hoping. I was like, why don't we vote for president every two years? <laughs> Make it like you know, like uh, an, an owner in baseball who <laughs> just if you don't like what they're doing immediately, get rid of them. Well, an owner in baseball doesn't go anywhere. 
I mean, well, I mean, a oh, manager. like a coach or a GM. like a manager, yeah, gotcha. yeah, manager or GM, right? Oh, Aaron Boone only got us to the playoffs. Let's throw well, him out. Isn't that what impeachment's for? Impeachment? I never know how impeachment works. Get him out. Because Bill Clinton was impeached. I don't remember him leaving True. office. That's I fair. think Donald Trump was impeached. I don't remember them throwing him out All of right, office. Good point. Good I don't point, even Boomer. know what that means. Yeah, good point. All right, well, You're right, they though, got like, four years. you got to remember, you got to give them time to settle in. Yeah, they do have to get stuff done. Yeah, if previously had I heard someone was going to be impeached. You I thought would think they were gone. Immediately. I'd right. be like, You're impeached. Get out. And then the vice president takes over. But w- who knows? Would you ever sleep if you were the president? No. Like, how could you? I don't know. You just walk around with eye picks, with the toothpicks in your yeah. eyes. Yeah. Hey. I anyway. would just be on my private plane all the time, Jerry, getting her done. <laughs> Air Force One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, anything that where they go, this will raise your taxes. I'm voting no. You're out. I'm out. This bridge that's falling down, uh, we need to fix it. Is I, it going to raise my taxes? Yes. I have, I have a suggestion for you. All right. Move to Iowa. Iowa? I'm, I'm this guessing. is not the place for you. <laughs> yeah. I did love, and God bless him, Phil Murphy at least tried. He's touting this whole uh, $1 billion reduction in property taxes and what? blah, 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 which is nice, whatever. It's still ridiculously expensive. Yeah. So thank you. In fact, Jerry, my property so taxes are $1 billion a year. That's what I'm paying. I don't Hence know why you're the uh, highest paid producer in New York City. Yeah, I don't know what everybody else is paying, but I pay $1 billion. And all the voting signs in your neighborhood after today, get them off the lawns. You would you would like to think so, although yeah. some are going to linger, as you do know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some will be sitting there. Yeah, there are some lingering That signs. guy ran? How do I you do? Wondering, like, Not well. Do they need to get permission, or could they just jam a sign on your lawn? I don't know the answer to that. I do know I saw a friend of mine who owned a business once did that, and he put a, a cop showed up at his place <laughs> with all the signs and said, don't put them there again. Oh. And I don't know where they were. They might have been on, like, school pro. I don't know. I don't know if that's allowed. I guess if no one says anything or complains, it's fine. My guess is, like, when they, when they put them near the highways, that's just whatever land sure. they jam them in there. But to put them on, like, the reco front lawn, I'd probably need well, to I'm knock. I'm going to go throw it out. Well, I probably would need to knock on your door yes, and say, of course. may I put my sign here? Of course, right now you don't want to go to my house because I have a, a raccoon sleeping in the recyclable bin. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if the thing's dead, if it crawled in and got stuck, or if it was sleeping. I have no idea. Maybe it crawled in your recycling bin. Maybe there were some beers and tequila bottles. I got a drunk in there. raccoon. Yeah, that's possible. With a little extra, he sucked it all down, and now oh, he's feeling loopy. It's unbelievable. Hmm. Whatever. All right. Yeah. I vote no on raccoons today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Jerry. Would you vote yes or no for having um, uh, beavers living under your uh, your your uh, no your shed out back. No, I will have groundhogs already living groundhogs. there. I have a whole family of them. I you, don't want that either. So you're going to vote no on that? I vote no when for you groundhogs, go... beavers, and raccoons. Okay. I'm fine with deer. It's an interesting platform you're running Thank on. Thank you, yes. So you're for deer. You're voting yes, deer, no, beavers, raccoons, and groundhogs. Uh, groundhogs. Correct. Okay. Well, it's nice to know where you stand politically, oh, Jerry. that's where I stand. Uh, the Ravens won last night, Jerry. I'm not sure if anyone really cared cares? all that much about that game. What a I don't what a nothing game. They're six and three though. Yeah, all right. Twenty seven thirteen win over. They're a good the Saints. team. I don't, I'm not They're surprised. Good. The Saints aren't. 
not surprised. <laughs> so this outcome did not surprise you. With everything going on yesterday, yeah. the Monday Night Football thing, uh, the Monday Night Football game to me was like the least interesting. What was more interesting, would you say? Oh, I think Xavier McKinney's stupid injury on vacation. Okay. Um, That's fair. The way the Knicks played on the road last mm-hmm. night. The Nets played the Mavericks well. Yeah. Um, you had a lot going on. The Islanders had a good win. The Jacob DeGrom. And uh, now that conversation can officially begin as he is now a free agent. So a lot were, happening. There were other things besides Saints Ravens. Yeah, you know, I was at Jersey Mike's Arena watching Rutgers. So, oh, how'd they do? It was busy. Uh, good. They beat uh, Columbia by forty. Really? It was twenty five twenty one late first half. I looked up and it was like sixty eight to twenty five. They won by forty. It was cra- Yeah, they went on. So they won a thirty six to six run, and it was just. Oh. Yeah, it was nuts. You must have been excited. I was, yeah, I mean, it was a good time. They, they won the game. It was, yeah, it was good. Okay, good. The place was packed. It was When's fun. their next game that you'll have Thursday. To? Thursday. Also home? Yes. Who are they playing then? Sacred Heart, I believe. Sacred Heart. Don't quote me on that, though. All right. Pretty sure. That's Thursday. They have a game Saturday. So, bing, bang, boom, wow, here we you go. Are. Not you're pregnant, but we get started very bing, quickly. Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. So, yeah, like, Rutgers I just basketball. had, I had very, not only that, Jeff Saturday, new interim coach of oh, the Colts, that right. press conference. A lot was, of fun let stuff. Let me play this for you. You tell right. me. What Jim Irsay is saying here. All right, so Jim Irsay, so they fired Frank Reich. Yes. Then they hired Jeff Saturday. As an interim head coach. Who is an ESPN analyst now. Yes, and a consultant for the Colts. Now he is the interim head coach. So he was a consultant. That's what the story said. Prior to hiring. Yes. Okay, and he has... And he's been on ESPN for a few years now. Yeah. He has zero coaching experience. Uh, you None, I don't think. They said actually it was the first time. I actually wrote this down, Jerry, because I found it to be of note. It says uh, he is the first head coach, even though it's interim, yeah, with no college or pro coaching experience. What about Pop Warner? Uh, doesn't say. Never coaches kids. Okay. But that's the first time it's happened in 61 years. So two things I'll play. I'll give you a few things from Ursay this morning All coming right. up. Maybe not this hour. Okay. Fair. Number one, I mean, he completely minimizes the role of a head coach. I guess so. You bring an ESPN analyst in. He basically said, I'm paraphrasing, he basically at one point goes, not rocket science. This is an easy job. <laughs> okay. And then this is where he was going over the success of his franchise. Okay. Break this one down for me, if you will, you Mr. Al. We're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. All right. That means in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. Got it. Could you tell me what that means? It means that uh, franchise-wise, uh-huh. we're pretty good. We're pretty good. <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> like we've hit a bump, but we don't want to be. The bump's gone bump. on for four years. I know, but I feel like Indianapolis Holy is smokes. a good football town. Oh, no one ever said it's right? not a good football town. And for now, sure. and now you've got half the season where. What is this team? No now? idea. They don't have a quarterback. They have a quarterback. They don't have a coach. Right. Well, they got Jeff Saturday, and they have an interim <laughs> quarterback in Ellinger as well. I mean, it's a mess. Like, you've got eight or nine more games left. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Imagine. I get his point that they've been good, but that was when they had somebody by the name of Peyton Manning at yeah. quarterback. And then, I, when and then they, right to Andrew Luck. Right, when he was healthy. Now what? You brought in Matt Ryan, didn't work out, and God forbid, according to everybody I, that I listen to and everything I read, you ain't putting him back on the field because if he gets hurt, they're going to owe him a gazillion dollars, so that's out. Right? They had Phillip Rivers there. That was okay. Yeah. But it wasn't great. They didn't it win anything. wasn't great. And now they got nothing at the quarterback position. I wonder, like, uh, they got to have half as many. They got to have four home games left. Like, people... 
have I would paid think money so. for these tickets. Yes. What do you think tickets on StubHub are going for Indianapolis these days? Oh, cheap. It has to be, doesn't it? It's got to it? be for whoever the opposing team is if you want to uh, go to downtown Indianapolis. Now, let me ask you this. I know they're playing the Raiders this week. Do you know where they that, are? That's got to be in Vegas, Raiders. right? I'm not sure, but I do know that uh, Jeff Saturday, as uh, ESPN NFL analyst, said of the Raiders, the Raiders look horrible. And now he's going to play. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it's not like they uh, its not like they were killing it. That's bulletin board material, Jerry. Yeah. no, That's I, good for the Raiders because they suck. Uh, the the Raiders. Raiders. So what's interesting about the Raiders is they get out to leads and then they blow the lead. They're not. They just they don't finish any games. All right. So let's see. Lucas Oil Stadium. Here you go. This is a perfect one. Monday night. Now, th- now, remember what you said the other day when the Patriots played the Colts? I said that was an old school yeah, classic game. that seemed like that felt cool. Right, right? Like me and Jim Irsay were locked in there. That felt like an upper echelon of 2000s and above top four quarter teams of the franchise history. How about this one? November 28th, Colts home to the Steelers. Oh, that's going to be all Steelers. doesn't have fans. the same ring to it anymore, does it? No. All right, so if I go to StubHub for two tickets for that game, what do you think? You think it's cheap? Yeah, cheap. Mm, it's really not. You oh, know then, what? Then no. they expect Steeler fans to travel. Ah, uh, you know what? Very good point, yeah. actually. Because the cheapest ticket is way up, and it's 50 bucks to get in. So, but, all right, how about this one? Texans, Colts. Yeah, that'll be cheap. <laughs> that's got to be brutal. There's no one from Houston's traveling yes. there. Same seats, $18. Yeah. $18. Yes. But Not like, with fees, so probably like $22, $23. For an away team to travel to Indianapolis, is pretty, that's a. I love that town. Yeah. From when we went there at Super Bowl. Everything's right there. Everything's right there. Everything looks new and clean. The you know downtown, what I like about the it? hotels. When when Rutgers was there for the Big Ten tournament, yeah. you, get, you get the scooters outside your hotel and you zip around the city. Yeah. It's so much fun. Right. So if you want to travel for a cheaper ticket yeah. this year... Go to Indianapolis. It's yeah, wonderful. I would even venture to guess if I was a Steeler fan, it's probably cheaper for a road game for a ticket than it is a home game at Heinz Field or, yeah. whatever, or whatever it's called now. I would think. I, I don't know that. And I do know in the past there have been, whether I, even in baseball, I think, I think in baseball it's been cheaper to fly to Miami and watch the Mets and Marlins than it would be to get good seats at City Field. Again, you can get into City Field and sit way up, but if you want to sit down by the field – Ticket prices were ridiculous. Yeah, so maybe that could be the case in the NFL too for some places. Jim Irsay was also uh, fine with Jeff Saturday having zero coaching experience. Yeah, because he says uh, too many of these NFL coaches rely on analytics, and he knows Jeff Saturday won't rely on those because he doesn't know what that means or know what the, what he's doing <laughs> or knows what he's doing. Apparently, yeah. yes. Well, that's and again that comes back to Irsay basically dumbing down. The whole idea of what a, what a coach is. I'm yeah. trying to see if I can find it because I would love to play this for you. There was also people wondering why the defensive coordinator wasn't named a head coach, considering he's been the defensive coordinator there. That's a very good point. All right, listen to this. So someone says, I guess they asked him about Don Shula being a head coach in his 30s. I guess that's the reference here. Okay. And he says, yeah, there'll be a learning curve, but if Shula can do it. So can Jeff Saturday. Yes, there's a maturation curve. Shula was 32 years old. He had three nondescript years with the Detroit Lions before he took over the reins in 1963. No, the game is not different. We don't build rockets to go to Mars. We're not nuclear scientists. That is none of our jobs here. It's a very simple jobs that we do here. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is so awesome. There's your owner, Colt fans. <laughs> Do you think they have any shot of beating the Raiders? Straight up beating I, the Raiders? Well, they shouldn't. I mean, they should look like a mess. They, they, yeah, I mean, I, I don't expect him to know what the hell he's doing. I, like, I would think it's one thing to be a player. You know the game, you're on the field. It's another thing now to be on the sidelines for the first time, having never done it before, and realizing everything's got to fall in line. Something as simple as do we challenge, do we not challenge a play? You've literally got 15 to, to 18 seconds to make that decision with three guys in your headsets telling you what they see, what they don't see. Pull the flag. Don't pull the flag. Throw the flag. I don't know what to do. Oh, crap. They snapped the ball. Can't throw the flag now. Right. Like, it's there's a lot going on. That's the other thing. He's never had the headsets on and people talking right. in his ear. Coach, fourth and three on our own 48-yard line. What do you want to do? <laughs> what? Ellinger, what do you want to do? It's tough. So, yeah. yes, they should be a disaster. Yeah. But what that tells me is the Colts will win. There should be many delay of game penalties on the Colts. Mm, yeah, Too that, many men on the field. Well, I don't think that it will look like a complete disaster because they didn't fire the players. So, in theory, they should still go out there and know what they're doing. I mean the snap decisions that have to be made quickly. Go for it, not go for it, throw a challenge flag, not throw a challenge flag. Are we going to punt? Are we setting up a return? We go and punt block. Like little things like that, I would think. Unless he's just going to sit there like a stooge with the headsets on and let the coordinators do everything. I know it's only uh, Tuesday, Jerry, but that's looking like a cool game this week. Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you what. it's It'll be a cool game in terms of you want to see a disaster. Yeah, and I do. I want to see a disaster. I don't want to see that game running smoothly. How about the fact you got Josh McDaniels against Jeff Saturday as head coaches this weekend? <laughs> wow. Listen, maybe he puts them on, gets them on a winning streak and he gets the job. A winning streak of one. Yeah, one game. I mean, I suppose. I mean, they still, they're going to have to go through the hiring process and the interview process, of course, at the end of the year. This, you know, they still have to do all that. Even if, I think, I'm pretty sure. Even if they win the rest of their games, that is not automatically his job. You're right. Now, because they got to go through hire him, but you process. still have to. Yeah, you got the process exactly. All right, quick break. Five seventeen. We're just getting started. We've got a ton to do, and then Boomer and Geo on a very busy election day Tuesday right here on the fan. Saw these guys in concert a couple of years ago. Quite good. 25 after 5, what do you say? It is uh, Al and Jerry until 6 o'clock. Uh, and we got Boomer and Geo. It is a very busy Tuesday. By the way, tomorrow, not nearly as busy because uh, there will be no NBA tonight. They played all all 30 teams played last night. 15 games. The start times staggered by 15 minutes. So no two games started at the same time, which was kind of neat, which is why the Nets played at 9.45 Eastern and the Knicks didn't start till 9.30, but whatever. So there is no NBA, but you got the uh, Islanders and Rangers tonight. And then tomorrow night, Knicks-Nets for the first time this oh, year. Oh, is that right? Brook- yeah. And by the way, Brooklyn looks ridiculously different with Kyrie Irving nowhere to be found. Jerry, is Brooklyn in the house, though? Well, I mean, they're going to be in their own house tomorrow night to play in the Knicks with all the Knicks fans. There. All right. <laughs> so you do have that. Um, so here's what we do. It's Tuesday. The week in the NFL is over. We've got, was it, nine... Nine weeks down. Nine, Nine weeks, weeks down. Yeah. How about that? As we have come to the exact midpoint 
of the season because it's an 18-week regular season with the 17 games and each team's on bye week. And so things change from week to week. As in this case, I'm anticipating one big change. And if not, I'm going to play the school teacher from Charlie Brown going wah, 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 as Al is talking. I present to you, well, actually, he will present to you, Al's fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Thank you, Jerry, for the fine introduction. These are teams I'm currently rooting for in the NFL. My fandom knows no bounds. There are teams I've loved since childhood that I still love. There are teams I've loved since last week. And they all get equal footing for me. These are teams I'm rooting for, Jerry, that when I'm watching the games, I'm hoping for a touchdown by them. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Uh, well, I do, but I don't really care for some of your choices in the all past. All right, well, let's see where we are this week. Jerry, number one, back on the list after being gone for a couple weeks, the New York Jets. I'm still surprised they were gone. They were gone. They ticked me off. Uh, yeah, I get it. They get ticked it. me off in that Patriots game. And by the way, not only did they win and get you back. Yeah. Not that you want to see anybody hurt, but they did injure Josh Allen in the process. They sure did, and he, that's an that's an AFC East opponent, Jerry. He might not play against the Vikings this week. They went pro wrestling style. They worked the arm. Well, they hurt him. He's out. I mean, they didn't they didn't hold him down and start twisting the hand and wrist. They worked the arm, but you they did injure him. They did injure him. So the Jets are there, Jerry. Number two on the list. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I like this list now. These are these are your favorite teams these are growing my favorites, up. Favorites: Jerry, the Jets, the Giants. I'm sorry, the Jets, the Cowboys. Now I know that the Eagles aren't going to be on the list because no fan can have the Eagles and Cowboys on the same list. All right, good. You I feel good think, about Jerry. this list. Yes. Number three, still keeping them rolling. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. That's your team. Number three on my list. You really should at this point have a Mahomes jersey. You love the guy, right? But there's still, I still feel like. Being disrespected? Yeah, they're being disrespected. Even uh, they won uh, Sunday night, and they're like, yeah, well, Patrick Mahomes was responsible for 500 yards. They only won by three points. Well, they were losing, actually, with five minutes to go. That is true. But they won, Jerry. So the Chiefs are still on my list. Right. Number four on my list is a team I never thought I'd have on the list, but they've been here a couple times Not the Tennessee Titans. Not the Tennessee Titans. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Nope. The Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you're a Geno Smith guy now. No more Geno, he blows. I love Geno Smith. Yeah. I could never imagine rooting for the Seahawks. I don't like the city. They let the protesters take over downtown. They lit things on fire. You like winners. But I like like a redemption. (laughs) I was trying to think of this the other day, Jerry. Yeah. Has there ever been a quarterback in the NFL whose career... Didn't take off until 10 years in the league. Rich Cannon. Was he Jim Plunkett. Bit? Jim Plunkett? Another good one. Was a Heisman Trophy winner. And then he and was dormant for 10 years. Floundered with the Patriots. Yeah. Not for 10 years. But even Rich, even Rich Gannon was very good late in his career with the Raiders. Yeah. Um, even to a certain extent. I'm going to say he was not a good quote. He was. But Vinny Testaverde at the end of his career with the Jets, yeah, you know, for a year or two was spectacular. But you're right. I mean, this it's is ten years. This guy, yeah, yeah, hard not to. So from, I Jerry. would say that there are uh, cases. Yes, you can find some. Oh, I still. I'm going to Google this later because I don't think you Jim Plunkett sat for ten years before he was good. Nor do I think Rich Gannon was terrible for ten years. I don't know that Rich Gannon had that much of a great career though before he had that run with the Raiders. No, no, no. I'm just saying it wasn't. He wasn't sitting in the league for 10 years and then had to run with the Raiders. No, I'm going to Google that later, Jerry. Okay. 
Well, please, I know you're just trying to distract me. I'm not, no, I'm not distracting you at all. My fifth team. Okay. So we've got Jets, Cowboys, Chiefs, better not Seahawks. Start with, better not start with. With what, Jerry? No, no, no. It's the Eagles. Ding dong, the stupid Phils are dead. 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 That's disgusting. Why is it disgusting? You can't root. An Eagle fan cannot root for the Cowboys, and a Cowboys fan cannot root for the Eagles. It is that simple. I am rooting, Jerry, for Jalen Hurts. And I don't even care that it's a fraud list. Cannot be the case. Can't be. I'm sorry. Jalen Hurts, Jerry, A.J. Brown. These are guys I like now. No. No. I like that Kelsey brother who's on the Eagles. Does not work for me. I'm sorry. No. Well, we'll see. Uh, You can see. I say no. I say no. Well, those are my five teams. Yeah, I say no. And meanwhile, Plunkett's first year, 1971, and he won the Super Bowl in 81. But was he terrible in 1980, 1979? Terrible? I don't know. Right. I'm going to do a dissertation on that, a doctoral thesis. So here would be be my case for Rich Gannon. Okay. All right. Rich Gannon went to the Vikings in 1987. All right. Did literally nothing his first three seasons. Like nothing. Then he became the starting quarterback in 1990. Very mediocre. Um, Washington briefly went eight, eight and four. No, no, he didn't. He went one and three. Sorry. He only got four starts that year. So really nothing. Okay. Then to Kansas City in 95, nothing. 96 with Kansas City, nothing. Uh, 97 with Kansas City did get six starts where he went five and one. Then he goes to Oakland, 12 and four, 10 and six, 11 and five Super Bowl. Okay, so what was the length of years between his winning season with the Raiders? Um, the Oak, and that was Oakland Raiders, Jerry. The Oakland Raiders. So let's see here. I mean, he God, he was drafted in '87, and what was that? And first? he went to the Super Bowl in 2002. Right, but when when did he have that winning start? Because he started twelve winning. and four in 2000. Okay, so and when, thirteen years after he was drafted. Okay, now I won't say terrible. Now I'm not going to say terrible quarterback. That's not fair. Because he did have in '92, he had, he started 12 of 16 games for Minnesota. He was eight and four. Okay, that's not bad. But you know, five and seven, six and five, one and three, one and two. These are seasons, right? There's just like a whole lot of nothing. All right. And then he goes to Oakland, and all of a sudden, 12 and four, 10 and six, 11 and five. Those three years, and his numbers are outstanding at that point. So that would be my comp to you. All right. Now it doesn't I'll happen often. Comp. It doesn't happen often. And Geno still has a long way to go. I mean, this is a nice start. That's true. So, what are they? Six and three, or are they five and three? I think they're six. Are and they three. six and three now? I think so. So they're doing very well, no question. But there's still more wa- more work to do. Fair enough, Jerry. Are you wearing green for the Eagles? Is that why you're wearing green no, today? No, this is uh, this is Army green, Jerry. This isn't classic Eagles green. It doesn't matter. It's green. The Giants safety, Jerry. Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney. Yeah. This guy's a dope. So he, uh, the Giants had a bye week. Yeah. He went down to uh, Cabo where he was uh, riding ATVs. On a sightseeing tour, supposedly. On a sightseeing tour, that's correct. And he uh, injured his hand and will be out a few weeks. Now, you and I differ in that I, I believe in the offseason guys should be able to do whatever the hell they want, live their life, enjoy themselves. You think they shouldn't until their career is over. We differ on that. On this one, though, I'm with you. 
in season. Right. You have stipulations in your contract that you're not allowed to do this stuff. What are you doing? And not only are you in season, you're six and two. You're not two and six. What are you doing? And I didn't know he's the defensive play caller. Oh my God. Yes. He's a very important player on this team. And a captain. This is a, captain. This is a bad one. Now, I am not gonna go crazy and say that their season's gonna be derailed because with or without him, they should be able to beat Houston and they should be able to beat Detroit. Now, you want to say they struggle in Dallas maybe on Thanksgiving because they don't have them? Okay, I can buy that. But even if they even if they did that, if they took care of business the next two weeks and lost in Dallas, they'd be 8-3 and three after 11. They're fine. But this just sucks. And it's, it's just, God, it's dumb. I never do any excursions in Ever. foreign countries. Or like, well, Cabo is, yeah, Cabo is like an extension of California, though. But you don't, they don't have awesome. the same rules as America. I didn't say they did, but having been there myself, you don't feel like you're in, you really don't feel like you're in a foreign country. No, no, I'm just saying like to go like zip lining or something. You, don't you know, know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I feel yet. like in America, there's, there's sort of some sort of regulations for zip lining that they got to be checked. And pro- maybe they don't check the zip linings, but you just my, feel better about in it. In my brain, I feel like in America, you can't set up a, a zip lining company without someone coming out there and checking everyone's Not in a while. legally, right. Where <laughs> I feel like, like in Cabo and any of these islands, just some, you could set up a zip lining today in your backyard and, and the tourists would be flocking well, to you it. Ever, I know you've been on a cruise, right? You yeah. had that horrible cruise with your girlfriend at that one time, <laughs> your ex girlfriend, where she <laughs> threatened to leave you at every port. She packed her bag at every port. <laughs> that did happen, yeah. So you've been on cruises. They have, like, excursions, like, hey, swim with the sharks. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Like, why? Because the tour guide's going to save me from getting eaten? <laughs> they make it seem like the sharks are trained. They're not going to bother you because you're tourists. I'm good. Well, on that uh, cruise that I went with. She well, threw you overboard to the sharks. <laughs> where my girlfriend at the time was uh, leaving at every port. We did one cruise where it was, like, drink rum like the pirates. And then they go swim to the island. <laughs> I was already rubbed up. <laughs> And it was deep water. And you're lucky you didn't drown. Yeah. So uh, when Gina and I went on the Alaskan cruise, you know what we did, Jerry? You know what? Uh, Nothing. Uh, excursion? No. <laughs> Ride the train through the mountains. <laughs> you didn't take the helicopter to the glacier? We actually were going to take the helicopter, but it was really foggy and they wouldn't uh, go. Oh, good. Smart. Uh, I was trying to take a helicopter. Helicopters freak me out. I've been on them twice. They're cool. Yeah. Um, that, to me, is one, though. It's a weird technology. Well, it is. And also, not being here, and I know there have been accidents at the Grand Canyon. I know I know that. But that's another one like you with the foreign country. Not that Alaska's a foreign country. But I don't know. I'm, I'm good. I'm passing on that one. Right. I like a good foot walking tour. <laughs> that seems, unless you get mugged. <laughs> foot walking downtown Alaska. Yeah, seems exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I wouldn't go on a cruise through Alaska because I'd be worried about it in the iceberg. Right. That's why you, big, went, you went in the summer, right? Uh, we went in the summer, but there were... Still you, icebergs? Yeah, and still big chunks of ice in the water. I saw I saw a commercial for a cruise that goes, like, down some river in the United States. I'm like, wow, I think cruise, I think islands and, you know, palm trees. Not North Carolina, yeah. wherever the hell it it's was. It's going to go down the Ohio <laughs> River. <laughs> Something like that. But then again, I'm like, oh, I don't think there'd be pirates. Right, there'd so be no pirates. Don't worry about that. All right, we got to take a quick break. It's 5.37. Uh, Boomer and Geo coming up uh, top of the hour. It's 6 o'clock right here on The Fan.
This is the Steve Miller band. It is. Abracadabra? Yeah. I've not found one woman that likes this song. Why? They're all disgusted by the line, black panties in an angel's face. With an angel's face. Black panties with an angel's face. Where is that in the song? I, I actually didn't know that was in the song. And I'm telling you, it, what do you do? Blast this in the car when you take your girlfriend? <laughs> hey, down? ladies. Hey, what do you think of this line? <laughs> I remember my sisters didn't like it. Okay. Like, yeah. It's just the line. For whatever reason, it turns women off, Jerry. <laughs> okay. Kiss me, baby. <laughs> what else, Al? <laughs> you I used to, uh, Jerry, when I was uh, dating, I would... Uh, I would have, uh, you know, dinners in my condo, and I would just blast abracadabra. <laughs> By the way, he's not joking. <laughs> I know when he's serious, and he's not. Uh, you missed those days? Turn it up here. This is it, I think. It is. Oh, no, it's not. Would you miss it? No, no, it must be the next verse. Ah, forget it, you stupid Steve Miller band. All right, then. I think I saw them in 1989. Oh, for sure. They they were a, they still tour. They were a staple at PNC Arts. Yes, Center I think they still are every summer. Are they the same band members? There's no way. It's just got to be just Steve Miller himself is the only got to be the only current band Man. member because they, they were big in the 70s. Yeah, really is amazing. 70s, 80s. But you're right. They they go out on tour now. They're they're selling place. They're selling out. I was watching a documentary on Rush the other night. They formed in 1971. <laughs> That's what does it? Yeah. All right. Women do not like that line. Okay. I wouldn't think it's that big a deal. Me neither. Fair enough. Plus, what's wrong with black panties and an angel's face? I don't think they like men saying the word panties. Yeah. That or there's another couple of words. Panties. That are not great. What about this, Jerry? The Hall of Fame uh, Contemporary Baseball Era Committee. Yes. I guess they're going to vote on one player, I believe, only. All right. Uh, Don Mattingly is up Good. for this. And I've, people are right, excited. Don Mattingly should be in the Hall of Fame. I've said this forever. For some reason, uh, people were upset. Uh, no Keith Hernandez on the ballot, which is weird. What do you think? I love. I do. I love Keith. Me I too. actually felt like Keith was just a smidge shy. But people would say that about Don Mattingly, I, too, I disagree. Right? Just Keith Hernandez was never the best player in the game. Don Mattingly, for four or five years, in my opinion, was the best player in baseball. At least you could make that case. I'd rather the guy that was the best player for four or five years in the Hall of Fame than the guy that's got, you know, just really good stats and compiled them for 12 years. Yeah. Because that, to me, like I felt like I was watching greatness. So I always believed that Don Manley should be there. And okay. I know I'm on, I'm wrong because he's not, but he should be. I'm going to give you, here's what you're, what you're going to do here, Jerry. It's Don Mattingly versus. All right. To give you the other. And I have no stats in front of me, so this is just going. This is the eyeball test from my childhood. Yeah, you're going to say Don Mattingly or the person I mentioned. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Albert Bell. Yeah, Albert Bell should be in more than Don Mattingly. They should both. I think you can only pick one, Jerry. They should both be in. Isn't Albert? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Barry Bonds. Yes. Roger Clemens. Yeah. The crime dog, Fred McGriff. See, the problem with me saying yes to Fred McGriff is I don't feel like I really watched him. You know, I was kind of like I I had his trading card. Right. I never really saw him play except when they were playing the Yankees. And he had a cool nickname. I would need to see the numbers for McGriff. And then here's one, Jerry. This is a yes for me. 
Dale Murphy. Nineteen <laughs> <laughs> 1980s. I, I thought Dale Murphy was in the Hall no. of Fame. No. I didn't realize that. That's shocking, that. right? Yeah. I absolutely thought Dale Murphy Love was in the Hall of Fame. So maybe he's like, for the Braves fans, what I think, not that I'm a Yankee fan, but what I think of Mattingly. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Raf- I say put them all in. Raphael, I got to check on McGriff. Rafael Palmero. Palmero was really good. I don't. Hmm. I don't know. And then the last one, Kurt Schilling. I'm gonna say no because I don't. I Schilling again was really. He's like Hernandez to me. He's just, just not quite there. Really good. And I'm not insulting anybody by saying they're really good and not a whole. I hate love that argument. Right. People used to call like you were like hurting them. <laughs> Because you didn't say they were a Hall of Famer. They were great, just not a Hall of Famer. I would say Schilling, no. Hernandez, no. And I'm probably going to say no to McGriff and Palmero, no. But Dale Murphy. The rest of them put him in. Dale Murphy. I loved Dale Murphy. Now, that said, i got to look at numbers, too. I would, yeah, I would be curious. So you need to crunch some numbers, then you'll get back to us. uh, Yeah, I would. Because Dale Murphy, I knew reputationally. I don't really feel like I watched him a lot either. Aside from when they were on uh, TBS. Yeah, they were on the Super the Station. Super Station, yes. And the Cubs, remember, were on uh, WGN. You could watch them, too, a little bit. We only got WGN on my suburban cable vision. Okay. Uh, every once in a while. But, like, TBS, that was a staple. So TBS Braves you had always. from the time we were kids. Yeah. 100%. That is very true. I mean, you had... This was great about TBS. Braves baseball and Georgia Championship Wrestling. Okay. I mean, those were the greatest. That was the, my favorite cable channel back Did then. Did you ever get into the U.S. Open on USA Network? No. Okay. U.S. Open? What's that, golf or tennis? Uh, I was talking about tennis. No. Used to be on the USA Network. And when you had the remote control that had the K, the cord attached to it, <laughs> and you had the three levels that you had, that used to be, for me, all the way down, first button on the left. How I remember that, I don't know. And I remember, like, every few years, they'd send you a new sticker with yes. new, and you're like, oh, they switched my channel. you kind of knew what you were doing, and now they yeah. screwed it up on us. That is true. That was great, that box. You had to make sure you didn't trip over it. Well, for sure. the cord. But we thought we were so cool. Because growing up, before that, all you had was the knob, and right. it was 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, 11, 13, and that was it. And then back in the day, never forget with the black and white TV. Oh, yeah. And you put the foil on the rabbit ears <laughs> antenna, and you would get channel three, for me, would be CBS Philadelphia. So while the Giants and Jets would be on, you would get the national doubleheader game coming out of Philly a lot of times. It was a little snowy, but you could see it. It was snowy, and you needed tinfoil from uh, the but kitchen. You, but you could see it. Yeah. And you could actually watch the game. I used to I used to do that, and I would listen to, a little bit later on in the late 80s, I would start listening to the NFL in action with Ed Coleman. Probably more like the early 90s more so. That was my big go-to for the NFL. On the blowtorch, 6.60 a.m. Uh, well, it might have been 10.50 at the time. I don't you remember. I heard was, that down there. I remember it was 10.50 or 6.60. I don't remember. Yeah. But, yes, I used to. That was like I needed to hear from, I forget the stringer names, but I remember you would. Carl Bean. Carl Bean. He was in <laughs> Boston. He did the Patriots, yes. That was one. And who was the guy in New Orleans? <laughs> Uh, not David Schuster. There, who, oh, man. He was Chicago, right? Yes. David Schuster was Chicago. Carl Bean in Boston. Mark Unger in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who ran into some trouble later on. Google it. Oh, is that true? <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. I remember him, too. Who was the guy in New Orleans, though? He was another one. Renee so, Nadeau. Renee Nadeau. There you go. So these yes. guys, they... they... They were consistently year after year. They yes. were the go-to guys. Yeah, they were there every single year. And I did it for a while, too, for other cities when I was covering the Jets. 
Um, so I was kind of used to it. Yeah, I did a couple times when I was covering the Bucks. Yes, I used to. I used oh, to be and a, Al Duke straight. Yeah. Up. All right. When we come back, we're going to get a live report from <laughs> Al Dukes as if it was 1993. He's in Tampa right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence. Monday is Saturday, huh? Okay. Twice. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody! All right. So if this was back in the day. I would say, all right, reporting live from Tampa where the Bucks are playing the Lions, the live update with Al Dukes. Al, what do you got? Oh, Mike Allstud with a fullback dive to make it uh, 7-3 Buccaneers. Why do you sound like you have a cold? Because I'm doing a, I'm doing a broadcast. Is this how you would have done it? Probably. This is how you would have sounded? Probably, but oh, I would have been God. on the phone line. <laughs> I see why you went to the producer route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> oh, like, uh, uh, 12 uh, 12.03 remaining in the second quarter. Mike Allstott just did a uh, one-yard dive to put the Buccaneers. Michael Houston with the uh, extra point. Buccaneers oh, up box. 7-3. We're back, back to you. That was very good. Back to you. But you did morph into nasally again oh. midway. Like, you started fine. Yes. And then you got into announcer voice midway. <laughs> I would get so nervous while I was on hold. Oh, the first time for sure. After that? Yeah, after that, every time. Why? I don't know. But you know why? Because back then... Hi, Johnny. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.